Hello, this is Basil Howard Brown, and welcome to Messages of Revival. Today is the day the Lord's made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. As you listen to this podcast, I believe God will touch, heal, deliver, and set you free. Open your heart to receive now, and remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. God bless Like we do in every other meeting, we'll take a few moments, lay a foundation concerning Prosperity. How many of you believe in prosperity? How many of you don't believe in prosperity? Because I want to start praying for you first. Amen. It's in the Word. It's in the Bible. It's good news of the Gospel. Amen. It's part of our inheritance. It's part of our salvation. Hello. The Bible says, My people perish for lack of knowledge. Knowledge of what? Knowledge of the Word. So the church is perishing because they don't have the knowledge of the Word, the revelation knowledge of the Word. If I get revelation knowledge of the Word of God, I won't perish. Hello. I said, if I get revelation knowledge of the Word, I won't perish. Why do we want to perish in certain areas of our life? Because we don't understand what the Bible says. Amen. The Holy Spirit is here to teach us all things. And let me tell you what, if it's in the Bible, then the Holy Spirit wants to teach us that principle so we can live a life of victory, so that we can be blessed of God. Hello. The financial blessing and the financial provision that God has is down here on this earth. It is not in the sweet by and by, it's in the rotten here and now. Hello. This is where we need to get blessed because this is where we impact the kingdom of heaven. This side of heaven is where we impact the kingdom of heaven. And let me say, let me say this. It takes money to get the gospel of Jesus Christ out. And what God wants to do in these last days, I'm telling you right now, it's going to take multiple millions and even billions of dollars to get out what Jesus wants done on this earth in the short period of time that we have left. The Bible says the wealth of the sinners laid up for the just. Do you know any wealthy sinners? I know a few. And then I've heard of a few. Hello? The wealth that they've acquired is going to be released into the kingdom of heaven. Are you listening to me? People say, well, how's that going to happen? Well, when the trumpet sounds, how are we going to defy gravity? It doesn't really matter how it's going to happen. We just have to know that it's going to happen. How does God make a blind eye to see? How does He cause a deaf ear to to hear? How does He raise the dead? It doesn't really matter how He does all that. He does it anyway. Amen. He does it anyway. If God can cause a blind eye to see, let me tell you what, financial miracles, nothing. I said a financial miracles, nothing. Hello. Go study the word. You'll see. Because people get this so get this religious thing about finances, and you know, if we get blessed of God, then all the money that we get blessed of God with should go to the kingdom. Listen, please. The Bible talks about God gives us bread to eat and seed to sow. So, what is the bread to eat? What is that bread for? What does that mean? We don't take the bread that He gives us and we put that into the kingdom. We take the bread that He gives us and we put it into ourselves, into our family, into our loved ones, into our friends. That's where that bread goes. 
But he gives us seed to sow. The seed to sow goes into the kingdom of heaven for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. God's not going to bless us entirely for the ministry. Why? Because God loves us. Personally, he has, he has a, we are in covenant with God Almighty, and He personally loves us. No, I know, I know people have gone through some hard times, because I know I have too. But I only went through a hard time in, 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 in you know, the ministry or in our life financially, is when I didn't know a thing. I, I perished because I didn't know what the Bible said. But let me tell you what, when I got a hold of it, there was nobody could stop me. Oh, you listen to me. When I got a revelation of the Word, nobody could stop me. I got a revelation of healing. Nobody could stop me. I got a revelation of divine health. I'm like, praise Jesus. I'm going to live for many, 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 many years to come. Hello. Because I got a revelation of divine health. Oh, do we get attacked? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We do. Do we come out the other side victorious? Absolutely. Hello. I got a revelation of joy. You can't keep me depressed. Hello. I got a revelation of my salvation. You couldn't convince me that my name's not written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. You couldn't convince me that when that trumpet sounds, I'm, I won't be out of here. I'm telling you right now, I'm going. I'm gone. In the same breath, you can't convince me that poverty is of heaven. Because I've never, I've studied this for years and years. And I've never found a scripture that said God wants you to be poor. Hello? I just look in the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, for example, and I study the life and the ministry of Jesus, and the very first miracle that Jesus did was a miracle of provision. So if God had a problem with provision, why did, was the first miracle that Jesus did, why was it a miracle of provision? He turned water into wine. Why did he do that if God has a problem with provision? God's in the multiplication business. He fed 5,000 with five loaves and two fishes. Then he fed 4,000. Ooh, got to pay the tax man. Go fishing. How many of you rather go fishing to pay the tax man than have to pay the tax man out of your bank account? Come on. Happened in Bible days. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Only believe all things are possible to those who believe. People say, you don't know how bad my financial situation is. Man, you don't know how big my God is. He's bigger than your situation. He's bigger than your circumstance. All you have to do is trust Him, obey Him, and do what His Word says. And then He takes care of the rest. Are you with me? I don't go to God and ask Him in faith and turn around and go... My God, how, how's that going to happen? Maybe I should have asked for this, or maybe I should have asked for a little less. Listen, God's not short of anything. I said, God's not short of anything. Are oh, you listening to me? Many people are in the place they're in because of their mindset. Hello? And sometimes we have the mindset we have because of the people we hang out with. Ouch. Man, I'm so sorry I came tonight. Praise God.
Listen, the last people I want to hang out with is people that talk doubt and unbelief all the time. Are you listening to me? We must talk faith. We must talk the word every moment that we can. And there's no such thing as, I I doubt if that's going to happen. No, if I'm standing on the word of God and it's promised to me through the word of God, then let me tell you what, it's going to happen. Whether you believe it, listen to me real carefully, whether you believe it or not, that there's a second coming of Jesus Christ that's going to take away the saints. Whether you believe it or not, it is going to happen. And it's the same with financial miracles. If only you believe, all things are possible. Remember something, we are not the miracle workers. We couldn't work a miracle on the fly. Hello. We're not the miracle workers. God is the miracle worker. Jesus is the miracle worker. The Holy Spirit is the miracle worker. Are you listening to me? No hesitating, no doubting. For one who who wavers, hesitates, doubts, it's like a billowing surge out at sea, and he's blown hither and thither and tossed by the wind. For truly let not such a person imagine that he will receive anything he asks from the Lord. How about that? How about that? You're blown hither and thither. You're back and forth. One minute you're full of faith, next minute you're full of doubt. Then you're full of faith, then you're full of doubt. Sometimes when you get around people, you'd actually, you just got to let them open their mouth and talk just for a few minutes. And then you locate them where they're at. And sometimes you get a hold of them and they, you know, fired up and you go, man, praise God. And then 10 minutes later, they're calling you back and going, oh my God, I don't know what we're going to do. What, what happened 10 minutes ago? Hello. Either I believe it or I don't. Hello. I said either I believe it or I don't. God is trying to prepare the believer. Let me, let me, throw, let me throw this out at you. I'm ready. And my heart is prepared. For we have worked on this for many a year. Preparation of our heart. Preparation of our mind. Making sure that we know what we know. When God does what He does, we know where it's going to go. Are you listening to me? I have no doubt in my heart and mind that we are not about that we are about to see a revival hit the church in proportions that we have never seen before. I have no doubt about it. And I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling that that the beginning part of this revival that's about to hit the church is going to be a revival in the area of finances. Try this church over here. (laughs) I believe we are going to see a revival hit this church or hit the body of Christ like we've never seen before. And I believe the beginning part of this move is going to be a move of financial provision and blessing beyond what we can even begin to imagine or think. Hello. Don't underestimate our Heavenly Father. Just because you don't believe or others that you have surrounded yourself don't believe. Don't underestimate what God can do. And I'm telling you right now, He's going to do it. 
Because these last days that we're living in, the, the body of Christ need multiple millions and even trillions of dollars so we can do what we have to do for the kingdom. Because Jesus said, I'm coming back for a victorious church. And I believe part of that victory is in the area of our finances. And I'm telling you right now, what we have to do for the kingdom is going to take multiple millions and billions of dollars to, to shake this nation and shake other nations around the world. And so it has to come from somewhere and it has to go somewhere. I know where it's coming from. Wealth of the sinners later for the just. I know who's bringing it into our hands. That's God Almighty. I just want to know whose hands is it going to go into? Who's ready? Who's ready to receive the blessing and the provision that God has in store for the body of Christ? Whew. You know, I was happy when I got you. But I'm a whole lot more happier. Hello. I believe we're going to do things for the, for the kingdom in these last days with unlimited budgets. We're not even going to think about a budget. Whatever has to be done, whatever God tells us to do, we'll be able to do it right away. It's not like we're going to have to take six or eight months or a year or five years and put a thermometer on the platform and color it in with red. As people give, we color it in a little more with red. And then five years later, ten years later, thank God the thermometer's full. Now we can go do what God's called us to do. I don't believe we're going to operate in that, in that vein. Are oh, you listening to me? There'll be people running the altars, writing out checks of, of hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I said it's going to happen. Now, let me say this. If you don't believe it, don't worry. You won't be one of them running the altar, writing out a check for $100,000. Hello. Ever seen God bless you with a hundred bucks or a thousand dollars? Ever seen that come? Any, ever seen any money come in? You know why that money came in? Because you believe for it. Did you believe for it? You know why you, you, you know, you're out there believing God for a thousand? You know why a thousand came in? Because you believe in God for a thousand. You know why somebody gave you 50 bucks? Because you were believing God for 50 bucks. Why somebody blessed you the other day with $200 is because you were believing God for $200. Do you, do you see the amount? I'm believing God for 1,000, 1,000 comes in. I'm believing God for 50, 50 comes in. I'm believing God for 200, 200 comes in. So, so how about pitching the tent a little wider? Don't go where your faith can take you. Go where God's faith can take you. Maybe your faith is only up to a certain point. Grab a hold of God's faith. Grab a hold of the Word of God and believe God for the supernatural. I said believe God for the supernatural. Come on now. I don't even know if I should read verse 8. I suppose that I better read it because it follows verse 7. It says, for being as he is, a man of two minds, hesitating, dubious. Listen to this. He is unstable, unreliable, and uncertain about everything he thinks, feels, and decides. That's what the Bible says. Hello. If I cannot go to God in faith and trust Him with every fiber on me on my being, I'm unreliable. We've got some things we have to do for the kingdom. 
I said, we have some things we have to do for the kingdom. There's a city out here that's dying and going to hell. And there's a church that God's raising up. When I say a church, I'm talking about a people that God's raising up in this metroplex. They're going to carry the fires of revival. And let me tell you what, this metroplex will be shaken by the power of Almighty God. And we will see a great revival shake Fort Worth and the Dallas area. Are you listening to me? It's going to happen. I said it's going to happen. America will be shaken by the power of God before the trumpet of the Lord sounds. America will be shaken by the power of Almighty God because they're hungry and thirsty people that are crying out to God and pressing in. God, send revival. Send a hunger upon this nation. Shake us like we've never been shaken before. Change our hearts towards you, Lord God. <laughs> Money cometh. Money cometh to get the job done. Money cometh to get the job done. You know what? The Lord told me one day, He said, He said, I'm going to set people free in these last days financially. That He said, even people that are known as soul winners, people that go on the streets and win the lost, won't have to work a job because He said, I'll fund them. And he said, all they'll do is work for the kingdom. Hello. And he, said, and he said, some of those, he said, I'll bring around you. And he said, you won't even need to fund them because he said, I'll be taking care of them myself. That's what the Lord told me. Hello. So there's people that are working at J-O-B today that, that when the finances are released, you know, you might not go into the full-time ministry where you stand behind a pulpit or travel to another nation. But there's, there's boots on the ground. There's people that are, are in the streets every day winning the lost and, and preaching the gospel to them and, 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 and uh, you know, growing our people in the Word. That, that's going to that's gonna take a whole army of believers just to get that job done. Are you listening to me? And that means that you have to get set free financially to get the job done. Hello. You've got to understand something about God. Your financial situation is not too big that God cannot take care of. He'll say, well, you don't know how much debt I've got. Well, what is it? 100,000, 150, 200, 250, 300, 400,000, half a million? Uh, a million? Is it a million? Is that what you have? You have a million dollars worth of debt? Any takers on that one? A million? A million and a half? 1.5 million? Anybody? Two million. Anybody got two million worth of debt? If you got two millions worth of debt, you need to come down here. You need prayer. Real badly. <laughs> so listen, I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter if it's 100,000 or a million. It doesn't really matter. Because God's not short on the provision. I said, God's not short on the provision. Come on, He's not short on the provision. Let's read one more scripture here. In verse, in verse 22, it says, But be doers of the word. Obey the message. Not merely listening to it. Betraying yourself into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. So listen, the Bible says, Be a doer of the word. Don't only be a listener of it. 
Let me, let me say this. this. This Bible that we have is the truth. This is the truth. Anything that is not this, that is off of this, is a lie. Anything else contrary to this word is fake news. It's a lie from the pit of hell. When a doctor tells you that you have cancer and that you have three months to live, let me tell you what that is. Fake news. It's fake news. Because that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, by the stripes of Jesus, I was healed. 2,000 years ago, I was healed. Therefore, I am healed right now, and I is healed tomorrow, and three months from now, I still is healed. That's the truth of the Word. The fake news is that you're going to live for three months and then die. Give me, a, give me a scripture. Can you back that up with the word doc? Hello? But we always seem to get caught up in the fake news. When these elections was going on, all the news that everybody, I told them, don't listen to the news, it's fake, it's rubbish, it's garbage. They have no clue what they're talking about. Was I right? Was I right? Or was I right? They had no clue. Even on the night, they were freaked out. Oh, the snowflakes started melting. Hello. And we had a victory. When the doctor gives you bad news, just tell the doctor, hey, not according to God. You can say, my God, my heavenly Father, the God that created the heavens and the earth. The one that sent Jesus to die on the cross for me. The one that took my sin and took my sickness. And he carried it 2,000 years ago, so I don't have to carry it today. Hello. Great is he that's in you than he that's in the world. How can you not amount to anyone or anything when the greater one lives on the inside of you? How can you amount to nothing when the very spirit of the living God that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of you? If you don't know Jesus and need to rededicate your life right now, pray this prayer with me. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I confess right now that Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart, take out the hardened heart, and give me a heart of flesh. Change me, Lord. Let me never be the same again. I repent and turn from my ways. I make you Lord of my life right now. Use me, Lord, in these days we are in. I am ready for your coming and always will be. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul and setting me free. Amen. Now, if you pray this prayer, I would love to hear from you. So please email me at revivalpodcasthb at gmail.com. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Messages of Revival Podcast. 
For more, subscribe to Messages of Revival podcast on Anchor, Google Podcast, and iTunes. And share this podcast with somebody that needs to be uplifted and blessed. God bless you.